Begin final countdown. The Sienna Field Superstar. Big. Woohoo! I say, sports fans. Five. Hope you're ready for this. The Big Five. The big Five. I can't even remember who let off the game yesterday, let alone who <laughs> let off the game of. Hang on a second. I got to look at my box score from yesterday. And I'll yeah. let you know. Isn't that amazing? It's hard to remember yesterday, but you can remember, you know, forty nine years ago. I. It is kind of weird, but it's true. Definitely true. I've always felt that way. If you want to get me on a trivia question, ask me something that happened last week. I know. But if you try to get me on the nineteen seventy four, forget it. I'm going to nail it. All right, number five, Scraby. All right, there were some fireworks yesterday in Detroit between the Tigers and the Yankees. Tiger pitcher Mike Fires, he, he's the guy who broke Stanton's face a few years ago and huh. why Stanton wears a face guard to this day. Well, he hit him with a pitch early in the game. Stanton wasn't happy, and the two had words as he went to first base. In the sixth, though, Stanton hit a monster home run off Fires, and rounding the bases slowed up to make sure that he stepped on each base to make sure, and he made sure everyone saw it. And as he crossed home plate, he stared back at the mound and pointed at Fires. Now, Fires isn't happy and said Stanton was, quote, uh, childish. Chris, do you think that Stanton was childish? He might have been a little bit, but you kind of remember when a guy hits you in the face with a fastball (laughs) a few years ago and shatters your face. And so to be honest with you, I think Mike Fires ought to understand the fact that John Carlos Stanton's probably never going to forget who this guy is. And if he does take him deep on a 500-foot blast, he's going to take an extra second or two to round the bases. You hit the guy right in the face. But did you see how he stepped on the bases? It was really stupid. It was like he slowed down, and then he stepped, and then he would run again. I un- all I'm sa- My answer to you is that I understand it. That's okay. what I'm saying. Coach? Okay, a couple of different things. Uh, first of all, because uh, Stanton got his jaw broke, uh, now everybody's wearing that longer face mask. So that, that, he's a trendsetter in that area. Okay. Right. Uh, fires came on a 3-1 pitch, came high to Stanton and got him. So he goes to first base, and Stanton looked out there, wasn't real happy with him. And then he ends up hitting that home run. And I saw everything he did. He had the nice long weight at the plate. He had the bat flip. He took his sweet uh, you-know-what time going around the bases. Uh, I heard what the Fires had to say. But at the end of the day, Fires won the ball game, and that's all really matters. They won that second game of that doubleheader after the Yankees pounded the Tigers in game one. Uh, Fires got credit for the win, his fifth win of the year. That's a good rivalry, those two. Fires if, and if I'm Fires, I agree with you, Coach. You won... Shut up. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I agree. Number four. Tom Brady made his way back to minicamp, and Coach Bill Belichick says everything is just A-OK in New England between the two. Coach, how much of the supposed feud is media-driven, and how much do you think there is a basis for? Oh, I think uh, there's some animosity there because of what happened last year when uh, Belichick uh, told uh, uh, Brady's personal trainer, you can't be down on the field any longer. So mm-hmm. I think there's some animosity there because that guy had been a part of Brady's entourage for a number of years. Chris? Uh, I agree with the coach that there's animosity, but I think the reason for the animosity is that you're just talking about two type A, as good as what they do at their jobs as anybody on the planet, guys. And if you get two guys like that, they're going to clash because both of them thinks they're smarter than the other guy. And in this case... They're both probably right to a certain extent, so it doesn't surprise me that there's not going to be a little animosity, but they're also both smart enough to know that if they kind of work together, they can do some amazing things together, and that's what they've done. Like win six Super Bowls? 
Not that many. Number three. Five Super Bowls. Uh, Lakers star, I guess I can call him a star, Isaiah Thomas, he caused a ton of problems in Cleveland. Then he went to the Lakers, and he is not done sliding the Cavs just yet. While on Jimmy Kimmel, he lost their family feud type game and said this. Do you know the name of that alien? Guys, I've watched that numerous times, too. I'm, I'm like the Cavs. I'm going to get swept. <laughs> Chris, do you think IT is a bad apple? No, he's not a bad apple. I think he's a good little ball player. Things did not work out for him in Cleveland. He's on to Los Angeles. He hasn't been able to show what he could do because he's hurt. And he got a chance to get off a funny line right there on national television, and he then he got <laughs> off a funny line. Coach? Well, I think uh, when you look at the Celtics let him go, and, and Celtics are an awful good team. I know they got Kyrie Irving, but, I mean, that guy was absolutely magnificent a season ago. Uh, I think he's going to wear down. I think we've already seen that he's wore down. Uh, I was reading something the other day. It looks like he's going to start uh, beginning full workouts here in a couple of weeks. We'll see where it goes. But, you know, I, I can't see him being back with the Lakers. I, I just can't see that. Really? think they'll just move him yeah i just don't think he fits with what they're trying to do right now they might be able to get something for him because i still think there's some people out there think he's a great player but you're right coach he's probably he's a little too small to last in the nba and i think that's kind of just showing out right now number two sticking with the nba now that the rocket season is over reports are out saying chris paul won't come back to houston for anything less than the max contract coach is chris paul doing the right thing uh i wouldn't bring chris paul back uh, at the max contract chris paul's made over uh, 186 million dollars in his nba career he's made more money off uh off the court he's 33 years of age he's starting to break down uh, i think uh, chris, what chris paul ought to do is is he had a pick where he wants to go and get a ring before he retires because he's running out of time with uh, bad legs not going to win one in houston uh well you know chris paul's in the first chapter of my book don't you <laughs> is he yeah, yeah he, i'm not, he not a chris real well liked around uh the league not not and i'm not he, he's not very well liked by me thank, there's the book thank you i have a we have a big book that <laughs> lists all the people i don't like in it and chris paul's he's in there anyway coach just double so check you know. triple check um so i could care less what he does uh, i i would imagine that chris paul is going to probably do selfishly what's best for chris paul and to a certain extent i can understand that to another extent that's why i'm not a big fan don't you want to get a ring though you've made all that money don't yeah, you want to I get think a that would take be, a little less I would money think and that win. That, I would think that would be important to a guy, but I don't think it is to Chris Paul. I think making as much money as possible is important to Chris Paul. That's why I'm not a big fan. Number one. All right. Have you guys heard of Luke Heimlich? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Oregon State pitcher who pleaded guilty to molesting his six-year-old niece when he was a teenager. He wasn't selected in the first 78 picks of Major League Baseball's draft on Monday, yesterday. People are split on this because he says that he didn't do it, but he did accept a plea deal for it. Chris, would this have uh, held you back as a GM? You know, I read the article on this uh, kid. Uh, it was a Sports Illustrated cover story about a month right, ago. Right. Uh, he pitches for Oregon State. He would have faced the Aztecs this weekend had the Aztecs been able to win a he's game like in that regional. He's one now. Well, he's the best pitcher in the country, uh, a lot of people say, but he hasn't been drafted yet because of this, this problem. And he's a senior. He didn't get drafted last year when all this came out. Yeah. And it wasn't supposed to come out. Somebody, I mean, whatever. I, Leaked look, it. Some the information out. <sighs> I really am all about giving people second chances. I'm not at all about giving third and fourth chances. 
But I think this kid deserves a second chance. Wow. Um, I it's tough, but I would. I would take him at his word, and I'd bring him in on a very short leash. Coach? I agree 100% with Chris. I can tell you, because I've talked to some major league teams over the last week, and I asked specifically about Heimlich. The teams that I talked to, they don't even have him on the board. And and it'll be very interesting if somebody does, maybe late in this draft takes him. He's a senior. They'll sign him for 1000 bucks, 5000 bucks. He's not going to get that big payday that his ability would, uh, you would think. Uh, but again, you got to do a lot of due diligence before you ever pull the trigger and bring him in because you're going to, it's going to be a media circus, whatever organization drafts him. I mean, those are some very, very, very drastic accusations. Yes, they, they I mean, come on. Let's, we don't even need to go into detail. But the point here is that I, I like what the coach said. Somebody needs to bring him in in a situation where he has to earn his spot. You, you know what? I'll, he I'll can't be, be given a spot, not based on what's happened in his past. You, you know, it'll be interesting. And Matt, maybe you can work on this. Uh, you know, I, I don't know when Tony's coming back. If he's here, uh, on, I know he'll be here tomorrow. Be my, <laughs> I don't know if I'm here on Thursday. I guess is what I'm saying. It would be really interesting if we could get somebody from up in that part of the the country. If he's not drafted, or even if he is drafted, yeah. and talk about that situation, I, I find this to be very interesting. Agreed. Well, it was interesting enough for a Sports Illustrated cover story a few weeks ago. All right, good job, Scraby. There's our big five. Thanks. Well done. I'm Chris. That's the coach. We're coming back more.